Welcome everyone. This is a podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin. Wanted to use K-Dog, but man, every time I say that, I look at that dude who's on the SoundCloud, and I'm like, uh, one of these days going to get me for using that moniker. But that's like someone getting you after saying Kevin. But then again, how do you defend that? Because, you know, when you, you can defend your first name. You can't defend a nickname, can you? I mean, how many Dr. Dre's were there? Hmm. Oh, anyways, let's get into it. So, uh, it's, uh, ooh, it's February 1st, 2018, and, uh, many things are going on in the world, uh, some of which I don't feel like talking about, but, uh, but I'll talk about some stuff. Let's see, how do I, how do I do this? I've never done it both on this thing. Let's see, let me think about this week. Um, kid's sick again, which got me on to thinking... It's a weird thing, you know, my kid getting sick all the time. You know, it's like a, he only gets sick like a little bit. Like he gets a headache and a fever. That's it for that, uh, that's it for the week, you know. Not, not like he's off of school for a week, but just, um, you know, that's as much as sick he's going to get that week. But it's just enough for him to not go to school because, uh, they, uh, the school, he gets, like, he goes, I have a headache, and they, they, they take him to the nurse, and nurse, uh, checks his forehead, and, you know, with the temperature, think of a bobber, it says, oh, he's got a fever, he gotta go, so we have to pick him up, and then we lose, uh, work for that, you know, it just, um, it's like an unsaid thing when you work, that you have to go to work, even though they give you sick time, it's frowned upon to take time off, you, you become unreliable, and, they shit on you in other ways, you know, like, oh, you know, but that's, I mean, like, it's me and my wife, so we're taking turns. I remember back in the day, no matter what, you had to go to school, even if you're sick. What was it, the right thing to do? Well, I'm here now, but, you know, it seems like it's a, a way of, uh, I don't know, man, they, they should come up with a way where that's all right, you know, if your kid's sick, maybe he gets take care of while he's there. That way he stays in school. I don't know. It goes to show you how like school's not really important. Because they're like, oh yeah, you're sick. You gotta go. But you know you can work when you're sick. You know Who hasn't? You know What best way to learn but, you know, in school? Uh, let me see. Let me see this thing. I think it's taking too much. Alright, cool. Well, that's my rant on that. I really don't have much in the tank for that. It's just that. It just sucks, man. You're sick, and then you got to, like, you know, stay home from work or, you know, what have you. You know, but enough about me. Let's get into some what I call news. So, uh, you know, this week uh, Trump did his State of the Union thing. And I wasn't going to cover this, but, like, I remember um, I watched a article where people so state of the union you know uh, the president comes out and he's all like hey look yeah this is what we're gonna do that's what we've done uh moving forward that kind of thing which i i guess that's all right but i like the the british man they got i think they got a thing where their their head honcho i think it's the prime minister they bitch him out like how come you, they, they ask him questions and he has to fight you know he has to like not fight physically although that would be entertaining he has to fight as in, um, he has to argue and debate. A lot of debate going on over there. But here it's more of a, this is what's going to go down. That's it. No one really argues. The news outlets kind of do their own thing and they shit on them or whatever. Or not shit on them. But usually I think news outlets shit on a president. I, I don't remember a time where the president's like, yeah, this guy's the best. Um, until after they leave. And then, then you're like, oh yeah, we missed that other guy. I don't think that's going to happen with Trump, but who knows, you know, maybe someone else worse will go in to power. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the news, 90% of it is on this whole thing. Oh, yeah, I, I digressed. <laughs> Man, did I stray out? Now, um, so I guess a group of people, like, or groups of people got together and watched the State of the Union address on a projector against a wall, you know? So, you know, you have a projector points to the wall it shows the video you're showing for those who don't know what i'm talking about and they're watching the state of the union and then they throw their shoes at the at the wall 
as in protest. I don't know. I thought that was stupid. That's just me personally. But, I mean, it got on the news, and I'm talking about it now. So maybe there's something to it. But doesn't that make you more like a, I don't know. When my kid throws a tantrum, you really don't pay attention to him as much. But if he were to, like, articulate why he's angry, I would stop because I'd be like, whoa, this is crazy. Well, I can I could talk to this person, you know. And that's with anybody. Usually, like, if someone's, like, stomping their foot or throwing shoes, as it were, you really don't want to listen to them. You kind of want to ignore them. Or you can make fun of them. But you don't really pay attention to the message. Now, although... They did get recognition, but so did tantrums. Tantrums get recognition and then forgotten. Like this will just be a footnote, you know, or added to the collective of who those people are. Because, for instance, you got a whole year and my kid throws a tantrum and he keeps throwing tantrums. Then it's a thing. It's like a, oh, man, here we go again, throwing a tantrum over nothing. When it could very well be something. Now, that's the thing I've been teaching him is how to articulate what he's thinking, you know. I mean, like if he, if he wants a f sugary food that he doesn't want, and he's like, I'm like, well, it's not good for you. That's the reason why you don't have it. And, um, you know, like now it's like, I don't like this food because, and then he explains. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, it's a good start could start rather than i hate this food and throws it or i want sugar or not like, i would like to have sugar like our cookies or something like that but i know i have to work to get it and i'm like hmm i like that now the same message could be um said to the people who throw shoes at walls i mean like you just throw in a tantrum and then it becomes a thing in which you um you're like, uh, that's uh, those kinds of people. And you just ignore their message. Because is, there is a valid message there, man. Trump's not a great guy. So, I mean, like, you, but you need to articulate exactly what's bad and give up reasons. As opposed to talking about some shit that happened 30 years ago or something like that. I mean, you need to articulate actual things. Not about, like, how he drinks soda or something like that. Or some convoluted thing on how he messed up. Uh, some kind of a bill or something like that. No, you got to break it down in easy points, you know. It, it, that's, a, that's really how it is because you can't just have a, a child go, yeah, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. It's the same thing on the news. You got these guys, they'd be talking about what, what Trump did or something he did, and it's very convoluted. It's a bunch of big words and things are happening, not for the easy amount of not, not the easy amount how do i say this it's not for the actual public who uh you know pays attention to this stuff most most people don't have time to pay attention to it so they only get the the finer points like oh yeah trump's bad but they don't know why they really don't they're just saying he's fucking the environment up you know and you're like how well he just is you know and in, in fact he might well be doing that or or not but what the news needs to do is articulate that but now they just it's just like they're just i don't know it gets all hardcore so it's only the elite that can understand half this bullshit i'm just gonna read our uh, headline here uh let's see here twitter erupts says melania trump didn't stand when trump whatever see that's not even real news that's like uh i mean it's news but it's like you know trump farted that sucked here we go. Hope Hicks told President that Trump Jr.'s email will never get out. Report. And then it just talks about some convoluted thing that happened. <laughs> not real news. I'm not trying to say real or fake. Just saying. But let me get into some other things here real quick. Um, <laughs> some some news that I, I found particularly interesting that I could riff up about. So uh, yeah, let me read this headline in a second. Yeah, uh, so we got woman's emotional support peacock not allowed on the United flight. Well, fucking duh, <laughs> duh, duh. The uh, the peacock wasn't allowed on on the flight. See, people get away with this emotional support animal thing. They want this thing to go everywhere. You know, usually it was localized to small dogs, 
and then became bigger dogs and things like that, you know, or cats, you know. People have allergies, but fuck it, fuck those people. We're going to bring the dogs onto the plains or in the, the the small areas where you have no right. Like, so you go to, like, a Roos Chris, and then here you are eating a fucking $100 steak, and someone brings their fucking dog who, like, sits on the floor and, you know, shits himself or whatever. I mean, it's a dog. I mean, it's not like, even if you wash a dog, it's still pretty dirty. It's it's a naked thing that licks its ass. <laughs> like, that's a thing. The animal, and it doesn't meet the guy. I'm surprised that that went down, though, because of how, how our society is shaping up nowadays. It's like everyone gets away with everything that are like, it's like... Okay, so this this lady bringing a bird in is kind of like the world bends to my will. And a lot of people are doing that. Rather than like having a conversation or trying to understand the other side of the fence, it's really the world bends to my will kind of a concept. It's a liberal kind of way of thinking. You know, in this day and age, it didn't used to be like that. It used to be, you know, about change and things like that. But nowadays, it's about reversing roles at one point or another you had the republicans you know they're taking over and things like that now you have this whole weird um liberal force of nature that like creates these intellectual traps you know like they these can't they have to fight for a side and no matter whatever their side says they gotta back it up and this is more of this more of the same shit you know you got your whole uh peacock and you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna let, let a, you're gonna try to force a not force a bird you're gonna force your will on others so this fucking bird's just gonna be in the plane this is the thought process this bird it's real nice you know it's, it's my emotional support you know I, I don't go anywhere without it and da, 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 da. and then like you know then it like bites some kid's head off because it's afraid because it's in a plane flying 500 miles an hour or some shit like that. And I'm surprised they got away with it, you know, because um, somebody had a turkey. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> so I'm trying to bring a turkey, but uh, bring her turkey out. The turkey arrived safely. Oh, well, they let the turkey go. That was in 2015. But yeah, usually um, these people win. They're like, I want this, I want that. Where I work at, it's the same kind of thing. Um, you gotta know. Well, actually, everywhere I've worked, if you said that the dog or cat or whatever you brought in was an emotional support animal, you couldn't ask for verification of that because you know you're, they're supposed to have training or whatever or something like that. Like you would hope, right? Like if I bought brought a uh, like a pit bull and said that was my emotional support dog and uh, I would hope that you know it was trained because it could literally bite a baby's face and keep going I mean like that is a risk I mean you fucking people man like but um yeah we're not allowed to ask for any kind of certificate or anything they just bring the fucking animal in if you're allergic to animals sucks to be you you know, like that's that's what it is. It's like, hey, you know what? I need to be here, so you, all of you, have to deal with it. You know, so like you would have a person bring in a dog. Like one person had a like a Great Dane, or I don't know. It was a huge dog. It was really big. It was like the size of a like a table or or like a car, dude. It was fucking huge. And um, she brought that thing in. It was an emotional support dog, and like. Everyone had to like move around this dog and like if you're allergic to dogs, sucks to be you. It just sucks to be you. If you're an employee and you're allergic to dog, sorry, fuck you. You know, that that one patient who brings in possibly 300 bucks for that visit, you know, per insurance or whatever, you know, like an ad, ad, actual visit like 100, 200 bucks, maybe even 300, but your insurance covers it. So you only pay, pay like 20 bucks or nothing, but your insurance pays. So it's more about that one patient as opposed to like the 20 other people that are there you know they, they could get sick from it or the doctors who are probably allergic or have some kind of a phobia or something like that i'm not naming names but i mean that shit happens i remember when i worked at and back in the day at pacific beach we had a uh this guy came in with the dog with the little like worn out service animal uh vest and it was like um had a chain and his name i think it was like brutus or something like that or maybe that's what name I, I assigned it to in my head but he brought that dog in and it barked and bit at you and um you know 
and we had to let it go because I mean, we're not let it go, but we, we had to let that happen because, you know, I guess it's all about money. Not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about, it's not about other people and it's not about, um, it's just not about anything like that. You know, it's about money. That's what it, if you allow a dog like that in with one patient, as opposed to all the other patients, you, you really are being stupid at that as a business, you know, you're, you're only caring about money at that point, you know. That's what it is, or fear of litigation, or something like that, for the greater good. It only t- it's it's like you kind of want, you know, something bad to happen for something good to happen, you know, because th- the only way that's ever going to change is if one of these days those fucking animals just go crazy and berserk. And what really pisses me off in that respect is that already established things like. Um, where were my thoughts on that like uh like pr- procedures you know you have to do you have to sign something or write an expiration date on a an injection right you have to do that that's established and why is that probably people were injecting people with expired medications it took probably how many people to die for that to go down but here you got a, a situation and like you go why do i have to write that down i'm just i'm just i never really had to ask this question but like if you were to ask why do i have to write that down well you can't give expired medicaid well you can't bring a fucking dog in why the fuck is that okay to bring a pit bull or a rottweiler and call it a service animal why is that okay why is why is that okay until it bites somebody then you're like well you shouldn't have done that but then, you know, it'll, it'll take how many of those dogs to fucking bite into people for that to go down, you know? But then you get the holier-than-thou attitude with other things that, you know, that aren't really that important, but they are, you know? Same thing like a dog. It's not that important, but it is. I don't know. It just takes that one dog. And then this fucking lady with the peacock. What the fuck, man? Like it was in a pit bull, you know? Yeah. Something's wrong with the world where you think to yourself, yeah, I could totally bring a peacock onto a plane. That's not dangerous at all. And you don't even question it. Ah, this is a good bit of news. Brain pacemaker for Alzheimer's helps gives life back to patients. So I guess they put some kind of a, it was only a matter of time before this went down. They put an electric device in this dude's head and it helps him think better because he's old. And I have to say, I work with a lot of old people. It fucking sucks to see them go from I can like cook for myself to I can't cook for myself because I shit myself every 30 seconds or some shit like that. That sucks, man. That's the worst thing than death, I, I think, is when you're alive, but you're not. You're alive, but your brain's not there. It sucks for everybody. It sucks for you as a person because you're not there. And it, well, as far as we know, uh, it sucks for everyone around you. They got to take care of you. They clean up your shit and piss. And, and the culture in America, and it sucks too if you think about it. I, I, a lot of my friends were Mexican and like when their parents got old and all fucked up, they took care of them. And that was big culture in that. I've noticed that in like of all the patients I've checked in, it's usually like non-Americans that take care of their uh, relatives, you know. And then like every once in a while, you'll you'll see like an American, like now what, what am I trying to say here? I don't know. Like like you know Americans, you know, like come from an American culture, you know, like not from Mexico, <laughs> like born and raised in America kind of thing. Even the even the Mexicans that are born American, just like other ethnicities, other than like you know. They don't take care of their uh, the family. I, I don't know how to pose this without like starting red flags, but you know, statistically, you don't see that much. And like, we have these homes and everything. We just have a culture of not taking care of our elderly. And in fact, you know, it's it seems to be that's what that's a big push nowadays is to get rid of that social security. You know, get rid of uh, stop helping the, the older people who can't help themselves. You know it's like our culture's forward motion is to not help them and i'm surprised that they came out with some kind of a thing to help their brains you know i mean like where's the money in that you know i can't see that being a a, a money thing because usually like everything that we do nowadays when it comes to um you know like helping society isn't for you know helping people it's for fucking you know money 
And like sometimes your goals align, money and you're helping people. Kind of like what I do now. I work. I like helping people and I work. But I would I wouldn't say something like, "Oh, I do it cuz I want to help people. I do it cuz I'm getting paid and I help people." So those are two goals that are aligned. That's truth. Most people are like that. If people had a choice between making like a hundred grand um, working their asses off really hard or just helping people, I'm pretty sure they're going to choose the helping people plus the hundred grand because that's a lot easier and you're doing good when you're just you know, fucking, you know, working your ass off for a hundred grand, you know, and you just, oh. not that I make a hundred grand, by the way. But you like you just working your ass off, like being I don't know a janitor or, or digging ditches, you know, for a hundred grand, you know, and you just so happen to be in that job, you know. It's not like you chose that, you know. Maybe some people do, but they chose it because they were closer to that job than before, you know. Because I'd be digging a ditch right now. It just so happens I was allotted an opportunity to be an X-ray tech. Not everyone has that opportunity, you know. If but it's, it's cool, man. They got a brain pacemaker. Huh. Always thought it'd be a genetic thing to help people. But it, it makes sense, right? Technology that helps a heart. Maybe that'll be a thing 20 years from now. Like common commonplace. Just like a pacemaker. What's this one? This article. Trump never will be presidential. Walters. Oh, okay. So people rebutting or you know rebutting whatever uh trump says you know so like trump had a state of the union and this one lady's all talking shit she goes the the country is not united he's divided it even more yada 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 i have a counterpoint everybody doesn't like trump he unites the fucking country more than like obama did in the sense that it's through hate you know obama he was there and people either liked him or hated him Trump is there, and it's like people hate him, or the people that do like him, everybody hates those people. So, you know, so you you, <laughs> you got a small sect of people who like like them, and then the, they're like showing their true colors day by day. You know, like trying to defend him and certain things. You know, he calls the country a shithole, and everyone just kind of like if you agree with that, then you know you're a bad guy. You know, but if you don't agree with it, you're united with everybody else, you know. And about that, he called Haiti a shithole. And he didn't call Haiti a shithole. I guess it was inferred because he was talking about why do we get all these people from shithole countries, you know. And um, that's rough, man. You just don't say that. And other people who agree, they're like, well, those countries are shitty, you know. Those people don't really... Um, that's not like a socially accepted thing. And I mean, it's not like as in, okay, for instance, um, you got, you got, okay, you got like a three-year-old who want, who's a boy who wants to be a girl. And so you're saying, okay, let's chemically neuter him. Okay. That's a stance. And, um, yeah, that's a small stance, you know? Same thing with calling other countries shitholes. Your president calling countries shitholes. I mean, that's a small stance. You know, you're you're glopped up into that same kind of amount of people. I don't know. Is that is a topic I will cover later on? Um, huh, you know what? I don't know if I brought this up, but okay. So th there was this um, kid. This is old news, but I wanted to bring it up. There's this kid who um, wore a sweater. Uh, a little black kid, he wore this sweater that said, uh, coolest monkey in the jungle. And then people, you know, ate him, al not ate him alive, but ate the H&M, the people who did it, ate him alive. And my take on that was, I don't think they were thinking about it when they did that. You know, it's, it's like, I get it, you know, maybe, maybe they should have had a American correspondence who reviews these things to see if we would be culturally enraged by these kinds of things now <clears throat> just just the fact that they did that tells me that they, it was there was no racism in it but it became emotionally charged by by us empowering this thing you know that like uh, morgan freeman he once said the the best way to get rid of racism is not talking about it in the sense that, you know, you know, you got Bob. He's Bob. He's not Bob, white guy. And uh, 
you know, Steve. He's not Steve the black guy, he's the Steve. That kind of thing. This kid's just wearing a sweater. It wouldn't have been a thing. You just say he's wearing a sweater. And the theme is jungle, like a jungle theme, you know, because there's other kids wearing sweaters. It wasn't like they, there was malcontent in it. It would have been weird, though, if the kid, uh, the black kid's wearing the coolest monkey in town, and then the white kid, he's got a sweater saying monkey master or something like that or some shit like that. Yeah, that's obvious. But if it's a jungle theme, you know, and they're all wearing sweaters, it just so happens that one black kid's wearing a sweater. I don't think they really met any malcontent in it. But we're going to empower this whole racism thing that didn't exist. For I mean, for in the purpose of these sweaters, you know. We're like, oh, yeah, fuck them. I'm never buying their clothes again. Never, you never did to begin with. But, you know, I, it's just that's a thing, man. We, we empower certain words and, and I guess, topics by, I guess, talking about them. And that sucks because when I say that, there were at one time actual topics to talk about to empower those subjects, like actual uh, um, things like, um, like for instance, uh, uh, black people back in the day. They couldn't drink from water fountains, you know. There's whites only, you know, separate but equal, that kind of thing. And um, that was a topic to, to talk about, you know. That was a thing, you know. But now fast forward so many years later – now it's like we we swung the pendulum all the way on the other end of the spectrum. Now we're like, holy shit, you're using a white marker. You're fucking racist. Why couldn't you use the black marker? Obviously, you know. So we're empowering certain topics that don't need to be empowered, which is a crazy thing because now it's going to be a thing where everything's oversensitive. So the real matters won't actually get addressed. If If you get a person talking shit about sweaters and getting mad at the color of light bulbs because they're white or eating cereal because like only only black cereal because it's racist to eat white cereal or some shit like that you're not going to pay attention to actual racism that happens you know like i am not hiring this guy because he's black that's racist you know that's a thing but that doesn't happen that much you know i mean it probably does but not as much and when it does happen due to social media they'll fucking rain like death and hell on this i remember this one old lady was like being racist against these mexican people they were talking their language and she goes this is america you can only talk american here you know that kind of shit and she got blasted for that not like you know shot but like like social media caught her and you know like shunned her and shame is the best way to like help people you know learn their ways and here we are talking shit about some kid wearing a sweater and like really the mom you don't think the mom would have paid attention to that like she would be outraged she's not outraged you know and if she's not like a a racist supporter you know like yeah we should keep the black people down she's not that person you know all right so let's uh let's get in some topics here that i wrote down oh wow uh there I grabbed the wrong one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Give me a second. Hundred lives. <laughs> so, all right. This is a little side story. Um, uh, a couple days ago, me and my wife were just chilling with my kid, and my kid wanted to play a game. So, you know, end of the day, we're like, okay, what game is this? He goes, Hundred Lives. And I go, 100 lives? What do you mean 100 lives? And he goes, yeah, okay, so each one of us has 100 lives. And in my head, I fucking started laughing because I was like, oh, this is a thing where he's going to drag this out. Because what kids do is when, when they have a, like a story, say the story is uh, a dog got hit by a car. They were like, there was this car, and then at, it was a daytime, and then and there's this and that. And like two, two, three minutes later, a guy got hit by a car, and then it goes on again about something else. That's what kids do. So here's my kid. He's gonna he's gonna create a game called Hundred Lives. So he he made it up, and he's like, "Yeah, you 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 get a life, and then you bounce a ball on to me, and then I lose a life, and then I bounce a ball to you, and you lose a life, and that's it." And I'm like, mm, "That's it, huh?" So that means means that for, there's three of us. So that's three hundred lives. So each one we're just bouncing a ball against each other, and we're losing lives. Basically, you're just bouncing a ball and counting down to 100 and that would last forever you know 
and uh, yeah, we had a good laugh about that. And we're like, um, I I told my wife, I was, I was I was like, hundred lives, man, that might last forever. And then my wife's like, why not play five lives? <laughs> Like the same thing with five lives, and then I I thought about it. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if like we he agrees to it, and it turns out it's really a game of death, and we bounce the ball, and you really you're like you're about to go to hell. You know, you got four lives left. You know, you'd be, be missing that hundred lives in a second. And then she goes, and then she says, then she just riffs about it. She says, um, he goes, yeah, he he drew the game up with like the black chalk of death. <laughs> <laughs> and and if you die, you go to hell. <laughs> I thought it was funny. You know, if, yeah, maybe you had been there. But it was real funny. Black Chalk of Death, 100 Lives. And then, um, and then out of nowhere he goes, forget that game. Let's play, um, what, what do you call it? Hunter, wait, no, Ninja Hunter Bear. And then I go, what? That was rant. We went from hundred lives to ninja hunter bear, and I'm like, what does that even mean? So I guess this is a. It's like rock paper scissors, and so you have to like look like a ninja, like so you have your backs to each other, and you have to look like a, and then you have to turn, you know, and you look like a ninja, or you look like a bear or a hunter, and then like one takes out the other. I intend to use that into a drinking game, and I think that would be the fun, the funnest. And I, I have a theory, though, just from that, I think that if you played more childhood games like that, I, I bet that while drinking, I think that would be loads of fun. That's here. Uh, 100 lives. Yeah, I laughed pretty fucking hard on that. Ha! Huh. So I was watching a YouTube video about The View. Eh, whatever. It's like the the, the uh, group of uh, the Council of Elderon or something like that. A bunch of women talking about issues, right? And then I always always thought this was a thing where, like, I made fun of it. You know, that kind of thing. Like, well, here they go again. Oversensitive. You know, that kind of thing. But, you know, I was watching the thing about Aziz uh, and, and Sonari Aziz. They were talking about it. And this is where you really could see the, um, I would say, the dichotomy of how liberalism is going. It's getting to a point where you have you have a side that you're on. And no matter what they say or what extreme that happens, you have to agree with it, even though you, it's wrong. But because it's so wrong, you don't know what to say. So they were talking about it, and I don't know their names. I only know Whoopi Goldberg because she was in Star Trek and, you know, Sister Act and all that. And uh, it seemed to be Whoopi, who is older than the rest of the, the ladies there, she seemed to know what she was talking about. She was very wise, you know, and I was like, man, Whoopi, make a smart person, like, as she's talking. and But, like, she's she got that, I'm old, I can say whatever I want. So it, was, it wasn't as tempered as our society would like it you know as a, as the narrative now like a lot of things she'd said if she had been a man i'm pretty sure it would have not gone well it would have been hashtag me too or some shit like that for her but she's saying things like well if if you went home she goes back in the day when i would be on a date and i went home with a guy that's that's game on like you knew it was up and I thought the same thing. I was thinking, yeah, right? I mean, if if you're with one girl and you take her back home at 3 in the morning, it could be a thing, you know, that, you know, it's time to get down. Like, I always understood it as that, you know. But she even said that. And um, and then this other uh, black lady, she said she was a bit younger, I guess. Uh, well, we would call her like 40 or 30 or something like that, middle-aged. Uh, well, maybe not middle-aged, but whatever. She was just like, what would happen if you just wanted to go home and just kiss, you know, and go, go to his house and just kiss and just make out? And I'm all like, I guess. I mean, what are you doing? at the I guess. I mean, I guess if that's a thing, you know, that's cool, too. That's acceptable. And uh, Whoopi's like, no, nah, man, if you go home, if you go, if you go to some guy's pad, it's game on. You know, you should if you don't want to, you'd be kissing and then you just go or you go home on your own, that kind of thing. Maybe three dates you can get to that, you know. But you gotta be ready. You don't want to put yourself in that situation. I thought, yeah, man, that's fucking spot on. But the other lady was like, no, nah, you know, uh, you shouldn't do that. And but then there was this other lady. I don't know, it's a white lady. She's about 30. She seemed like she was she's on that cusp of I was young, now I'm not. 
well, like just now, I'm like in the like. Say you had like I was young, and then boom, one day later, now I'm like kind of getting not young anymore. And she seemed to be understanding the the stupidity of the side she's on, and that and and there should be no sides, but there should be reality, and you should see things and then just understand things. Like if if you're if you're kissing each other and you start doing things to each other she does something to you you do something to her and like as in like kissing playing with each other's privates i guess right that's a thing and then like then you're getting it on and you never say no i mean call it what it is it's called a bad date if you didn't like it and it doesn't need to be a thing where hey yeah you know what i anonymous anonymously is gonna take this guy who has money i'm gonna take him down by saying this was a bad date i felt abused because i didn't like it hey shit i've had sexual encounters i didn't like either you know i didn't be like oh shit she took advantage of me you know <laughs> like i was like fuck that sucked it just kind of happened you know <laughs> or i've been in relationships i just didn't like you know and that was it wasn't a thing it wasn't a thing where i'm like oh fuck this person you know it, it it just happens, you know, and um, she, she she was talking in a way where she wanted to say the situation was wrong, but she couldn't because of what side she's chosen. So she says, I don't know. I don't know how to say anything, because if I say something, I'll get in trouble. And da, 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 da. See, cowardice like that is why people but the situation and the narrative that we are in this world now where people are oversensitive and things like that that's why we're, we're at you know people fearful of their jobs and work you know because someone took offense to it you know and if if people were just honest and genuine you know we wouldn't be in this situation and uh, if because honestly if somebody had a bad date and they regret it and they talked the way they did you would be like oh sounds like a bad date to me you know but see i, bl I blame men for this one because uh, men have taken over for so long you know it's only just now in the last 100 years or 200 years that women have started to like become equals you know in, in the big span of 40,000 years you know they just now in the last 100 years became equal so it's like there's a big push you know to to be more than equal because you're just trying to get you're overshooting to get to an equal playing field and that's is where we're at and it just it just sucks that you know people are, are are not brave enough especially on her side because more women need to come out and say this is some bullshit you know because men can't be the ones to say it if they do they're they're you know enablists or they're nazis or whatever whatever bad derogatory term that you want to say to shut down the other side you know rather than having a discussion about it we're just gonna you know shut down the other side which um i wrote down this uh news because because of her inability to say hey yeah i'm a to say hey yeah you know i think it was just a bad day you know it's the thing i don't even know if that's a it seems like she was genuine in that way because it, like you know how you have these tv shows and you have to have someone say something controversial and then someone kind of on the fence and then you know someone who's on the opposite end of the spectrum it seemed like these three were just you know actually just riffing for real and um it, one guy, he was smart. He said, uh, they asked him, what do you think? What's a guy's perspective on all this? He goes, the best thing to do was just listen. I'm just a man. I'm listening, you know, because these things you just have to – he took a neutral way out just so that they don't shit on him. But in reality, that was the – of the three girls, that guy – he was the fakest of them all because he didn't want to say anything because he knew that he would argue. And he took a, a like a, a political, not political, but like, like a third path out, you know, rather than having a firm stance, you know. And uh, you know what? If you disagree with me, you can reach me on uh, any kind of forum. I'm on the SoundCloud or iTunes or uh, podcast for me at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. But, um, but the, uh, but that one lady really irritated me. She just wouldn't take a stance because she was afraid, you know, I'm I'm going and I'm repeating myself, but she was just afraid, you know. She even said it. She goes, if I say that, I'm like, she goes, I'm just so confused, you know, if if uh, 
if I say that, if I go to, home, to a guy's house and I don't say anything, that's just weird, you know. And I, I've heard other subjects, uh, other women subjects, <laughs> other women say something to the fact of um, they've been there, they feel like they're a deer in the headlights and things like that. And uh, I, I hear you, but I mean, if you're that such person where you become a deer in the headlights kind of person when it's time to get down like let's get it on don't go to the learn from the mistakes don't go to their house you know like if that if you're that person you know if you can handle yourself then i guess you could like that one lady you'd go go to someone's house at three in the morning or whatever and then kiss and then call it a day you know yeah we're gonna tease all the way to not getting it on you know i mean that sucks for the dude by the way you know it's like uh and then um and the re- and, and and what what a disservice you do for your own side if if if, if there is sides, um, you you think to yourself why how come Bill Cosby he's not in jail you know you think oh because he he obviously did what he did you know and I think the same thing too but the reason why is because you have another side of the spectrum where it's obvious that Aziz didn't do any harm he just got with the girl thought everything was good. Nobody told him, and then now he's like he's a now he's not getting clapped on. You know, there's no applaud for him when he wins an award or anything like that. You know, and then I want my pin back, kind of bullshit. You know, it because of that you can never like that extreme. That's such an extreme for this guy to go down for nothing. That you have people like Bill Cosby running around. You know, because you have so much pushback. And you don't think that's a, they're not perils, but they are because Bill Cosby is obvious, just as obvious as that it was a bad date, and it, it, there's no validity to anything in the sense of Aziz is the perpetrator of all bad, you know, like he's a sexual harasser kind of a person, you know. Bill Cosby is obvious, Aziz is obvious, but the, because of that, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if simple stories can't be recognized, uh, both sides fail. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, if if you have if you're negotiating or if you're talking to two parties and you can't you just can't come to terms, you know, you're just gonna always fall into these pit traps. You know, once as as a society we start becoming honest, I think that you know things will move along better. I think the advent of the podcast. And personalities out there that are true to themselves, you know, and they're pushing forward. I think those people are like an evolution of um, humans and society. I mean, if everyone was honest, everyone would say, oh, Bill Cosby's done for. Everyone's honest. It wouldn't be a thing about Aziz, you know. You know, people in the church. Hopefully, that would be a thing. You're like, oh, that guy's doing something. Let's fucking kill him or something like that. And like, I hate to beat a dead horse, but um, you got protesters, right? And um, you got your women's march and Black Lives Matter and all that bullshit, right? And uh, <laughs> I called it bullshit. But the reason why it loses its validity in anything is it, like it 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 shows up for that time. People talk about it, and then it's over. Then it's just a, a catchphrase, Women's March, uh, Black Lives Matter, that kind of thing. And the reason why none of this shit ever goes anywhere because it loses its validity when other shit on the same side uh, isn't stomped in. Just like the church. I mean, like, you got a church, and you got a bad element in the church with these child molesters and stuff. They should ruthlessly get these guys out of the church, and then you could do your thing. You know, because and that's why no one really gives a fuck about the church as much. You know, you got this whole Black Lives Matter, but then you got you, you got like certain individuals who fuck that all up by, you know, I don't know, punching a cop and then like the cop like arrests them in a, an aggressive way. Well, you know, maybe stop punching cops. You know, maybe maybe it, it takes you know, Martin Luther King didn't punch no cops, man. He just stood there, you know, and he got arrested. And now he's the most famous uh, activist that w- has ever lived or ever will. You know, it w- lead by example. You know, get the bad element out. 
you get the women's march you know they're they're constantly you know they're i don't know what the what the they actually for that i think they should have focused onto one maybe topic or not be just generalizing everything it's always bad because of this this and that and what have you and then that got kind of confusing to the masses you know like i just know that they didn't like trump <laughs> but uh yeah, but like uh, things like that, when it when it comes to women like protesting, uh, what like plights that they have, I mean, when you, when you get women out there like Grace or whatever saying that Aziz like not didn't sexually harass her, but put her in a position where she didn't feel comfortable, you know, you really gotta say, hey, well, maybe you should have said something, or maybe you shouldn't date certain individuals, or maybe you shouldn't go out with them. You know, and that's not it becomes a thing where you coin a phrase victim blaming. But what can you say? I mean, this guy, I mean, well, maybe blame Aziz. Maybe you shouldn't. But then again, I mean, well, you're not supposed to date. It's, it's, it's confusing, you know, and like you read the article, you read what she says and he did nothing wrong. And but it, it doesn't matter because she didn't feel comfortable and she did the task, you know, uh, it, it just sucks to be Aziz at this point. It sucks to be her, but she's going to destroy him. You know, I mean, I, and people are just on the fence about this. They're taking sides. It just maybe I re, like, yeah, like my first knee jerk reaction is like, maybe she shouldn't be putting herself in that situation. Don't go to guy's house. You know, like if I like if I don't like if I go on a date with a girl and I, I'm not too into her, you know, like, of course, I'm not going to be like she goes, hey, let's go to my house. I, my thoughts are I won't go to his her house or whatever. You know, I, I don't know. That's a it's a very complicated topic. I'll, I'll take a firm stance, though. You know, if you don't want to if, you, if you're not willing to go all the way, don't go to their houses, period. Just date. Meet up with each other, you know, call it a day. You know, like, where's romance? Where's romance in signing a, a contract, you know? Because that, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go with contract signing just to get it on, you know? Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, and then I heard a new term, activating. Um, instead of triggered, activating. It's the same thing, right? I mean, you're triggered, so you're offended. You're activating. You're activating a trigger. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Hmm, aggressive sounds. Uh, on another <laughs> i wrote a note i'm all like why do sounds have to be aggressive uh like i pulled the i had the thought in my head i was like when i pulled the um i pulled the curtain uh, across and it made a loud like whoosh, the sound i'm like why does that sound have to be so loud so aggressive you know i'm triggered and then i was thinking about slamming doors that how that triggers people you know and then clapping so clapping is you know triggering people so everyone's snapping nowadays what does that have to do with anything i don't know but i maybe am being in changed at like a subconscious level where i'm like oh stupid curtain i'm triggered oh stupid slamming doors i'm triggered you know <laughs> oh yeah railroad lady so i i was uh the, a podcast i made uh the, the other day um I was talking about this lady who worked for the railroad, and she did a provocative picture, you know, like, hey, I love my job, and, you know, and they fired her for, for doing that. And, they, you know, I, I said that they have every right, but I, I did thought about it, though, it is, uh, upon second, like, thinking, like, it is fucked up, though, because their thoughts are they didn't say it was okay, and, uh, I mean, it's a policy of there, just so you don't, like, Say, I'm down for racism and I work here. So you don't bring your company down. I, I guess why the policy, that's the spirit of the policy, right? And um, I was thinking if there's no harm, no foul, right? They should fire after the fact. But there was no harm. She just did that and they just unilaterally uh, fired her just for policy. I mean, at one end, that's like a mechanical response. But, you know, you're fucking people. That's, that's a fucking corporations, man. You're, you're fucking people. You, you see that nothing has happened. Why are you going to fire them? You know, it, it just sucks. Something you're doing in your off time, no harm, no foul. You didn't get nothing negatives happen. You, did you, did, I guess your profits didn't dip, but you just go and fire somebody for doing a provocative picture, I guess. And it was just her with her shorts, you know, well, and clothes, but she was wearing shorts and a shirt, <laughs> not just shorts. 
and it was on a railroad and you could see the sunset. So I just thought, no harm, no foul. Why did you have the fire? So, oh, here's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to ask everyone here a question. If you're listening to this podcast, why drug test employees? Like doctors, why would you want to drug test a doctor or a mailman or an FBI agent or police? How about firemen? Why do we want to drug test them? What would, would be the would be the answer to that? Because well, you don't want them to fuck up, right? You wouldn't want a doctor to fuck up, you know. How many people could he kill? You know, hundreds, right? right? Firemen, how many people can that guy kill if he's fucking up because he's on drugs or some shit like that? Hundreds, whatever, you know. FBI, same thing. He could fucking destroy lives, you know, on drugs and shit and what have you. Cops, same thing, you know. They've done it before. Mailmen, I guess they can't really kill anybody. Why would why, you drug test a mailman? How, how bad is that? You know, it's not that bad, right? They just thought, well, what's the worst case scenario for a mailman? Yeah, you know, he just gets the mail wrong or he, um, yeah, what's the worst case scenario? <laughs> so I pose that, all right? Pros and cons and all that, right? So, with that being said, uh, did you know they don't drug test the president? How bad could that be? You know, if you could drug test a doctor or a cop or an FBI agent, how come you don't drug test the the president of the United States? You know, how bad could that be? If a doctor could kill hundreds of people, if a fireman could kill hundreds of people, how many people could the president kill? How many lives can the president destroy? How come they don't drug test those guys? And not just the president, all the way down. They're all federal employees. Uh, training in the martial arts. Knowing no one around. Yeah, I was um, I was thinking about uh, martial arts and jujitsu and stuff like that, and um, I was thinking um, like uh, I heard a podcaster say something like, "How how could it be wrong to to train?" What could go wrong, you know, training in martial arts and things like that? I did pose a thought, though. You, a scenario that, that I, it was a glimmering thought. I was like, uh, I, I passed by a jujitsu studio. It was just one guy and another guy training, right? And I was thinking, man, it would be a terrible thing if, if, um, you one-on-one because it's a small area i guess you're 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 doing jujitsu with another guy that guy can manhandle you and do things to you and there's nothing you can do about it that's kind of terrifying you know and then like if you you know try to rat him out it's like you know your word versus his so everybody i have to say if you're training one-on-one with your martial arts instructor and uh maybe you should record the first session just in case because that might not go well (laughs) Trans versus lesbians. The war that needs to happen. Yeah, so <laughs> I was hearing a podcast. They were talking about how uh, these lesbian ladies were arguing with these trans people on the Twitter. And I was like, wow, that's magnificent, right? I've been talking about this for a long time. But it, it seems to be tra- men who transition to being women. And women who want equal rights, or not equal rights, but uh, they say that they're equal, and there's no real difference, you know. I'm like, why aren't they talking to each other? Because if there was no real difference, then why are you transitioning to the other side? And it, it became a thing in which if you ever try to uh, argue the point or anything, really, like there's this, uh, what's this guy, Ben Shapiro, he would say, like, like he said this thing to this one transition transition this one uh, transgender lady and he was like you know but you are a guy you just transitioned to a girl but you are genetically a dude and then that dude got all aggro or the female got aggro and grabbed him by the neck and goes say that again and i'll fuck you up or some bullshit like that you're like you can go in your emergency room and i was like man dude like here you got a guy calling another guy uh a dude but he's transitioning so you how dare you you know and then you're transphobic or whatever you know but what happens when a lesbian does something and says something now she's a woman she got her woman card and uh she says hey yeah i don't think you should be doing certain things or you shouldn't do that or this you know they have free reign because they're women (laughs) and i'm like man that needs to happen yesterday because this whole transitional thing is out of control people like 
I get like um, if you I do believe that there are people out there that believe that they were born in the wrong body and uh, that's a thing that's a real thing and uh, as well as other people as well believe in that there are other things as well like a six-year-old boy you know or I am actually a dragon or something like that like there's actually that's an actual thing but for some reason for reasons I can't understand it's okay to to say that oh i'm a a woman trapped in a boy's body or whatever or or something like that it's okay to say that without any kind of uh, discussion about it and if you do discuss it you are what they call transphobic or something like that in a word where you're this thing so anything you say is just because it's hate speech as opposed to just a discussion you know like i mean if a person identified as a dragon or a lizard man and you said hey man this is fucked up and da 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 you're mutilating your body because just to look like a lizard and guys like, i identify as a lizard i wouldn't be called a lizard phobist i would be considered a person having a discussion but when a guy goes and says i want to cut my penis off or something like that it becomes a thing in which like how dare i you know and i just think that you know women can get away with that they can they could say a little bit more to men who want to be women and um i saw a statistic in which a lot of the domestic abuse and things like that and and gay couples are mostly from now don't quote me on it it's mostly from men who transition to women who are beating on other women so they're really guys beating on women but because they transition it's kind of a thing you know so maybe 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 that's that's a thing and then there was this other article about and you're talking about they're equal right men and women are equal and at at, at the genetic level i guess or something like that like they're all the same you know xy chromosome all that doesn't matter and then like then there was this other article where it said that men are able to aren't are not able to read emotions uh on faces but women can and i was like what the fuck is this i'm like we're 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 all equal, but yet we, there's this one instance where we suck as people, as, as guys, because we can't read emotions. And I'm all like, what about those art? Why aren't those people talking to the other people who say that we're all equal? Things like that. Because there's obviously a difference, but we can't talk about it. You know, so there's not a real discussion happening here. There's differences between men and women, but that's not, that's not, that's not a thing. You know, they are equal, but they just have different, you know, thing. Like, of course, you got the extremes, but like, averagely, you know, you got your, you know, they're, they're different. And you got one article where men can't read emotions. So we're fucked up, you know, <laughs> we're, we're sociopaths, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, I just think there should be a better discussion between the genders, you know, as opposed to just labeling, um, you know, fucked up, you know, transphobist, uh, sexist, racist, whatever. Uh, see here. I heard this one podcast, Michael Schumann, Schumann, Schumer. He was talking about the nature of truth, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was talking about the nature of truth too, so I don't know who predates who. I wasn't copying. I just was like, "Oh shit!" He goes, "The nature of truth," because you can't have a conversation unless you understand the nature of truth. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I thought I just said that. I said that before. And I was talking about chocolate. And then he brought up chocolate. And I'm like, what the fuck? It came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> like I was saying the same thing, the nature of truth. I was like, I'm like, you can't have a, a clear uh, discussion if you can't agree what your truth is. Like, for instance, and I was, I was talking about like, um, you could say, uh, I think uh, chocolate's the best chocolate ever or chocolate's the best candy ever and you're like well i don't think chocolate's the best candy ever because of corporation and corporation corporate greed and did but you're talking about how it tastes the other person's talking about the company that makes chocolate you know you're not understanding the nature of what you're talking about you know and then he started talking about that and i was like holy fuck <laughs> hopefully i don't get sued by this guy but he seems on point so whatever um hmm Oh, yeah. I was listening to a podcast about Jordan Peterson, and he was talking about uh, teaching. He said that he can reach 150,000 people online, and he can only reach 1,000 people, you know, during a college year or whatever, something like that. And he goes, why Why even do – Why it'd be insane to teach someone in a class. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Jordan Peterson might be the person who dismantles colleges because – 
he's talking about teaching people online, you know, and you could get more knowledge online as opposed to, you know, being in at the college. And if that's the case, can you imagine a world in which there's knowledge out there to be had? You could pay for it. Well, you got it on the YouTube. But say say you wanted a, a, a just Jordan Peterson's thing. You know, you have to pay whatever. You pay him. You don't even pay the college. You're just paying the individual. Can you imagine knowledge that could be taught would be in the individual? And then what would that be? Because then how would how would that work with colleges, you know? How does that work? I don't know. Because like a college makes its money for people paying money to the college and then the teachers get a stipend of that money, you know, of the collective. And then they get grants and shit, you know. Yeah, But if you're just learning from Jordan Peterson as opposed to anyone else, imagine having whole economic classes just by the person, you know. How would that work? I mean, because... Here I was talking about a couple podcasts ago how colleges shouldn't be free because it just wouldn't work. But here you got people with knowledge and they could teach you. And I mean, like, it's only a matter of time before certain individuals would have, you know, say you wanted to be an x ray tech and there's a guy who wants to teach being an x ray tech and he's online. You pay that money and that's certified. And then you're like, you could be an x ray tech without having paying a college, like, a, like an insane amount of money, you know? I mean, that might be a thing. Who knows? But that'd be cool. Uh, let's see here. Jordan Peterson. I thought that was cool. I heard him talking about how he could reach more people and maybe if more people took that that moniker. But he's an intellectual. He just, he'd be teaching about things that you really couldn't you could use for your own life, but you couldn't use it for like a job in the sense that, oh, you took the Jordan Peterson class, therefore I'm going to hire you. Even though I do think that if you did take a Jordan Peterson class, you'd be, you'd be well, well ready for the world at hand because he does teach some, some shit, say. Uh, all right. So I'm going to end this podcast with some Trump talk. Uh, 10 worst things Trump has done in his first year in office. Top 10. <laughs> I'm just going to read them out loud here. I, I, I haven't looked at this article. I just Googled it. So here we go. He has made no effort at bipartisanship. Both Bill Clinton and George W. Bush reached across the aisle in their first year in office. Where Barack Obama told Republicans that elections have consequences. I won. Instead of repeating Obama's mistake, Trump has reached out across party lines. Perhaps the resistance would have refused Trump, but would have gotten credit. This isn't making sense. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Maybe. Maybe you can Google it. I don't know. Let me move forward. <laughs> he has spent more time attacking Republicans than Democrats. Wow. Wait. Wow. I guess that's. Trump needs to expand his Senate majority if he wants to pass his agenda. Yet he spent an inordinate amount of time in his first year with with members of his own party. Mm, that's weird. I, I, I thought I typed in the 10 worst. <laughs> ten, 10 worst things Trump has done in his first year. I guess, yeah, I mean, that's bad for him because you want more people on your side, so you have to kind of wheel and deal. But it seems like he's just shitting on his own side. He has empowered Al-Qaeda in Syria. Oh, well, there you go. That's a bad thing, right? <laughs> By forging a de facto alliance with Russia and Iran. Mm. He is giving the Miranda rights to capture terrorists. He is giving Miranda rights to capture terrorists. Trump promised to start treating captured terrorists as enemy combatants again. But instead of intelligence-driven interrogation, sending terrorists to Guantanamo Bay, he has continued Obama's criminal justice approach to terrorist detention. Huh. Alright. Okay, here we go. Capture. He has attacked the FBI and the intelligence community. That's true. He has done that. That is bad. Uh, let's see here. I'll have to de delve into that one. His noxious tweets undermine his presidency at number five. Hmm, his tweets are making him look bad. Okay. Uh, number four, he fired James Comey. If he wanted to change an FBI leadership, he should have announced 
hit the day after the election. Comey's belated firing led directly to the Moilier probe, which hangs over the Trump's presidency like the sword of Damocles. Hmm. Okay. Number three. He has dismissed Russian interference in the 2016 election. This is a thing, man. They keep pushing that. I I do think that Russia's always de- messed with the um, elections quite a bit for the, like forever. But um, I don't know. I don't really have a comment on that. I don't really care. <laughs> Honestly, my heart's not into it. Number two, he stood by Roy Moore. Uh huh. His endorsement of an alleged sex predator was morally indefensible and sent a message to women everywhere that Republicans do not believe that credible allegations of a grown man molesting teenage girls are disqualifying. And that message has been received. Polls show a significant increase in. Pre- you know what? I didn't, even, I didn't even really hear about this. Maybe they should do more about talking about that. Number one, the number one problem with the worst thing he's done this year. He has failed to condemn the alt-right. His many sides response to Charles Ray was a shameful. There's a lot of, yeah, you know what, he doesn't. But you know what, that goes to, you know what, he's not the only one. He's representative of our country. You know, the alt-right's pretty shitty and he doesn't say anything, you know. But there's other people out there that are shitty and they don't talk about their own side, you know. You know, the, the very people who are saying things like, this guy's a shitty person, you know, get your own house in order. You're probably a shitty person too, you know. So I think he's indicative of the people who, who elected him power. I mean, America is Trump. Trump is America. You know, people like to say, no, no, we're not like that. But a lot of people are like him, you know, in a way, you know, whether they they can't acknowledge the people that are there in their own house, you know, can't talk, say, hey, yeah, this person's bad. You know, Trump can't do that. You know, Trump, Trump's in a, in a, a position where he should shit on the people that he knows and um, the groups that that suck. But there are people out here that I know that are not shitting on the people that they know and the groups that they're all with. I don't know. It's a pretty complicated issue, but a lot of people like to look out but not look within, you know. And to help you with that, you breathe in with your nose, out with your mouth, and then try to slow it the next time, and then continue with that, and then just focus on that, and do that for about 10 minutes a day. Talk about looking within. Anywho, that's it for the podcast for me. And, um, as always, try to look within and be the better person today than you were yesterday. All right, everyone stay frosty.